Okay, everybody, welcome to the My Pursuit Podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm the host of the My Pursuit Podcast, and I'm so glad that you guys are listening today. Um, it is early in the morning, and we're going to see if, if we can get into this this morning. I'm really excited that you're here. If this is the first episode that you've ever listened to of the My Pursuit Podcast, um, I, I would really encourage you, before you listen to this one, go back to the beginning of this season, Soul Food Episode 1. Um, which is a few episodes ago, because I believe that this is episode five. Um, go back to episode one, where I explain everything about why I'm doing what I'm doing, what it means, you know, why we would do such a crazy, silly thing like this, and what the format is. Uh, because it really is different than any other podcast I've ever listened to. So I would encourage you to listen to that one first. Even if this is the first one you've listened to of this season... Go back and listen to that one first. That will have a lot more information for you. Um, but it is early morning. I am headed to work. It is super dark out. Um, you know, one of the realizations I have as I record this uh, early in the morning is um, when you leave, there's a certain time that you can leave and everybody is still asleep. And then if you leave just like 15 or 20 minutes later, it seems like the whole city is is waking up. And so like, if you leave before 4.30 in the morning, which I do a lot of times, um, it's it's really kind of quiet. But between 4.30 and 5 is when things get crazy. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny to me in the morning that um, as I'm on my way to work, the one uh, busiest intersection near our house, which is State and Forth, for the, those of you guys who live near us, State and Forth, um, in the mornings, at a certain time of morning, you can... I mean, I can guarantee every time the light turns red, people run the light um, and blatantly run it, too. It, it's just kind of like this, I got to get to work, it's early in the morning, I don't really care, I'm sure nobody's like hustling as much as I am, and um, it, it's kind of scary, and I've had a couple um, couple kind of scary situations and missed calls at that one intersection right there, so... Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm on my way to work. It is windy this morning with a little bit of rain already. And um, I'm the crazy guy driving the Honda Element with the kayak strapped to the roof and um, talking to himself like crazy. Um, I, I did have a question that came up uh, from somebody who submitted a question saying, is it safe that you record this while you're driving? And um, – I, I would say yes, definitely it's safe. Uh, what I do is I put in my Apple AirPods, so I have wireless Bluetooth headphones in. I start the recording while I'm not moving, and um, and, and then I record as I'm going, and it's just like being on, on the phone, but with Bluetooth headphones in. Um, it's not like I'm holding my phone or touching my phone ever while I'm moving. So I actually, there's sometimes where I stop recording this while I'm still moving, and you know, I wait until I stop, then I stop the recording. Um, and, and then I have to edit it down later on. So, um, that's, that's just how it works. And that's how I do this because this is the time that I really have. And it's a precious time, my time on my commute to work. Uh, my commute is generally about a half an hour. And so, um, you know, at, at the beginning of the week, I 
record this during that during that time. I don't record for the whole half hour while I'm while I'm driving, so um, that's just kind of how it works. But yes, it is safe. I don't have to look at my phone. Um, I'm not distracted by my phone. I'm just talking like I normally would in a conversation. I don't have notes sitting out in front of me or anything like that. So, um, but thank you for your concern. I I definitely do want to be um, safe as I'm driving. Don't want to do anything unsafe, but. I actually end up being quite focused. And if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you'll know that um, during the first season, um, I actually got a flat tire while I was recording. And I wish I could have uploaded that. But I, I after I stopped, I hit stop on the recording and then restarted it. And um, and it recorded over the, the original thing. So that was kind of a bummer because that would have been kind of funny. But um, anyway, so glad that you joined us. And during the season, we're talking about soul food. We're talking about um, what is it that we can turn into food for our souls that will feed us the way that we're supposed to. And we kind of looked at that verse, um, Matthew chapter 4, uh, verse 4, that man does not live on bread alone. Um, and we, we've kind of talked about what is it that man is supposed to live on. And obviously Jesus said, but, uh, but on the words that come from God. And we talked about that last week. Um, hearing from God. And we ta- we've talked already about hearing from God through scripture and through prayer. Um, this morning, we're kind of going a little bit of a different direction. And this is different than what I had actually had planned up until this morning, because I was thinking about this coming week and thinking about what would work the best this week and this coming Sunday. So I switched a few things around. And this particular day, we're, we're going to talk about, and this week, we're going to be talking about um, the soul food of thankfulness and remembrance. Um, and I don't know if that's exactly what I'm going to call it on, on Sunday, but, um, but thankfulness and, and talking about how, um, thanking God and remembering God and praising God is a big part of, of the soul food that's there for us. Now, this part of what I'm going to, part of the reason why this is a soul food that I'm bringing forward is because I know what this has done in my past. Um, being a person who has struggled greatly with um, worry and anxiety, and even at times um, like depression um, and sadness, struggling with those things, um, Thanksgiving, giving thanks to God, ends up being one of the most significant and real ways that I've been able to combat that stuff in my own life. Um, It's been huge to me at times. Yet often, while that is an important thing and it's been important and I know that it's really helped me at times, often I will set it aside and I'll forget it or I will take it for granted and um, I will thank God, but I will thank him kind of... um, I don't know, kind of like when you were a kid and um, and your parents made you say thank you to your teacher or thank you to your siblings and you just kind of, yeah, thank you. You know, um, I think sometimes my thankfulness is a little bit taken for granted and a little bit, I don't want to say not genuine, but it's just kind of something that's done out of habit and not something that's really thought about. And so this week I really want to think about thankfulness and and think about remembering what God has done for me and what that means to my life. And I want to see what difference that makes in how the week goes. If I make a regular practice of being thankful, 
And so what I'm going to try this week, and this is, this is how it's starting. Um, I totally realized that pretty much everything I've started through this season has morphed during the week, which maybe is all the more reason for you to listen to the entire recording rather than just the first few minutes of it. But, um, I, what I'm going to start with this week is, um, in the mornings, I, I do want to, before I leave the house, take time to, you know, thank God and really think about the things that I'm thankful. I want to do some listing of things that I'm thankful for. I want to find a time and space at work during the day where I can bring this into my day, where I remember some of the things that I'm thankful for, not just some of the things outside of work, but even some of the things at work. Cause sometimes while you're at work, you, you know, just die into, you know, go do some of the things that you want to do that you kind of forget, you know, there are good things happening here too, and good people here. And, and God has placed me in this job and this place for, for a reason. And so, um, I really want to, um, just figure out how to make more of a habit of that. And one of the things I've been doing recently, because this is something that came up in my mind and heart actually about a couple months ago. And I've shared with you guys already how, um, really a few months ago I, I was, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't consider it a mid midlife crisis or anything, but I was just having this real, difficult time of with how busy life is and life can be, um, being motivated and excited and happy about where life is. And, um, and I, I just, I guess the best way to put it was, I mean, I, I, I've talked about it in this season as well, the, just the feeling of being overwhelmed. And I think that's a good word for it. Um, but somewhat of the feeling has been, going through the motions and feeling a little bit trapped in going through the motions and wanting some variety, wanting some newness in there, um, wanting to experience more of what God had for me, but feeling like, gosh, I don't have the time to start a lot of new, um, in my life. And so one of the things that I did, and I'm, I'm still, you know, in my mind this morning, this is, this is very connected. I don't know how connected this will sound, but, um, one, one of the things that I really haven't done a lot, I haven't taken a lot of pictures. Um, I just, I'm not the guy who's constantly pulling out a camera or pulling out my phone to take pictures of everything. Um, but a couple months ago I started scrolling through just old pictures. And by the way, Google photos is one of the best apps that you can possibly have on your phone. Because any picture, you, you can set it up so that it saves on Google any picture that you ever take on your phone. If it's on your phone overnight, it gets saved. You know, you can delete it and it's not going to be there anymore. Um, but being able to go back and look at these old pictures of things that I've done, times when I felt motivated, like, hey, I need to take out the phone and take pictures of this. I see all these wonderful moments from life, these times of, you know, where I can remember look at what, look at what I've been through. Look at what I've gotten to be a part of. Look at what I can be thankful for. That was a big deal, but I haven't been taking a lot of pictures, um, recently. And so I, I had this thought in August that I really wanted to think through what would bring me joy and how I could remember that joy more often during the week. And I think I've shared with you this season that one of the big, um, one of the big moves in my life was to move back to fishing. Um, because 
for me, that was something that brought so much joy when I was a kid. And so what I did was I, um, I inquired about where I could fish and my favorite fish to fish for is bass. And, and I never hear anybody in the Northwest talking about that. And, and uh, I asked some questions about where I could bass fish and people were like, you know, every lake around here has bass in it. You can fish in any lake for bass. And, and uh, I was like, wow, really? Okay. Cause I, I would like to do that. I would like to do some more fishing for the fish that I like to fish for. But, but then I was like, where, where do you do that? Are there places where you can go on the shore? Um, some States you have the ability to walk around an entire lake, um, and fish from it. And there really aren't that many places where you can do shore fishing, um, especially for bass in this area, because there's, you know, just house upon house upon house all the way around the lake. Um, but every lake in, in Washington is supposed to have, um, access from the fish and wildlife department and a place where you can put in. And so they were talking about, you know, everybody said, well, you can't really fish from the shore. So you need to get a boat, which I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing it because I can't afford that. Um, and, and, uh, almost wrote off the whole idea when I started learning about fishing kayaks. And so that's what I've been doing a little bit lately is, is I bought a, a cheap fishing kayak is very inexpensive. And, um, I've learned how to fish from a kayak and I got to tell you, it is so much fun. I'm absolutely loving it. But one of the things I'm doing while I'm doing it, and I hope that that wasn't too big of a tangent and whatever, but one of the things I've been doing while I'm doing it is I've been taking pictures, taking pictures while I'm at the lake, um, taking pictures of the fish I catch, even sometimes taking a selfie where I, you know, flip the camera around and hold the fish in front of me while I take a picture. And I know that that's, that's a goofy thing. Um, it's quite silly, I, I know, but um, it feels silly to be out there taking selfies with fish. But I have had an absolute blast doing it. And here's the funny thing. I have so much fun doing that, that um, when I'm, you know, bored, you know, and I have a couple minutes at work or, you know, even at home, which rarely am I actually bored at home. But um, when, when I have a few minutes at work, um, sometimes I'll pull out my phone and I'll just start scrolling through the pictures. And I've been fishing enough over the last couple months where I've got, I don't know how many pictures, maybe 60 pictures that I've taken. Um, and scrolling through those pictures brings me a lot of happiness because I can go back and remember those moments. Now, obviously I don't need to give you a speech on how pictures can help you remember moments, but making a practice of remembering what that is and tying it into my walk with God and saying, you know, spiritually, this is a big deal for me. Um, out on that kayak is a place where I can think, where I can be out in nature, where I can relax, where, I don't have to, you know, answer phone calls and texts and all those sorts of things where I can just relax and enjoy what's going on. And that's been a wonderful time for me. And there, there is this huge level of joy that comes from just scrolling through those pictures and remembering how it felt to catch, you know, that fish, um, you know, or, or how it felt to be out on that morning where it was so still and calm and quiet. And it just felt like, wow, this is God's creation that I'm able to be in, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, it's just been, it's been a real, real welcome thing to me. So that's already meant something to me. And so what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to do a lot more of remembering. I don't know if it's going to, you know, mean I'm going to take more pictures, Um, but I'm going to do more remembering and more thanking God for the things that I am 
privilege to to be able to take a part in. And so I'm excited for this week because I, I, I know what thankfulness has done for me in the past. And I'm excited for what it could do for me right now because this is something that I think is, is even more needed for me this week. I'm looking into a very busy week coming up. So we're just going to see how this goes. So anyway, I want you to um, stay tuned. I will be back at the end of the week um, and uh, and record the last half of this, but you can stay tuned and listen to how this goes. So once again, thank you guys for listening. And if you would like to be a part of the conversation at all, feel free to email me anytime at mypursuit at outlook.com. I'd love to respond to your questions or um, or look at your comments and, and uh, learn from those. So anyway, have a great week or you know, stay tuned because you'll be hearing from the rest of my week and take care. Well, hey everybody, um, glad you stayed tuned in. I'm back. It is the end of the week and um, it is the end of a long week. <laughs> um, uh, there, there's just been a lot of work hours that have gone into this week. I had a big, big event at work this week and I just wrapped it up. It is Saturday. It is late in the afternoon. Um, I've, I've been at work already today for almost 12 hours. Yesterday was over 14 hours. Um, it's just, it was a lot, um, this week I got to admit. So if I seem a little bit loopy, um, a little bit spacey. That those are the reasons for that. I am definitely physically tired as well as a little mentally exhausted. But I do want to share with you because th- this week has been powerful and meaningful to me. Um, I want to share with you a little bit about what we talked about uh, at the beginning of the podcast and what I started the week with, which was um, the soul food of thankfulness and um, being thankful to God, uh, remembering what God has done, and being thankful for it. And um, I want to share with you what that's meant to me this week. And I'm going to try to keep most of this in the um, what this did for me this week, as opposed to what I know it's supposed to do for me or what it could do for me or what it would do for me in the long run, or maybe even what it's done for me in the past. Because there's been times in the past where um, thankfulness has had to be a big theme of my life. And I've seen a change in myself because of that. But let me kind of share with you how it went this week. So I tried to spend a little extra time this week, um, especially in times of quiet, um, times of silent, thanking God for um, for just anything. I mean, just trying to be thankful. And so in doing that, um, I, I really identified where I do have some times of quiet, which are generally when I drive to and from work or early, early in the morning. Um, those are the times that are generally quiet. Now, um, you know, like I shared with you, it's been a long week. These last couple of days have been absolutely chock full of people. Um, so I haven't had a lot of space in the midst of that in order to be more thankful, but I'll get back to that in a second. Um, in those times that are quiet, I tried to remember as many times as I could to thank God for what God has done in my life recently, as well as, you know, in the last years. And so when I do that, you know, the first thing I thank God for is I thank God for my family, my wife and my kids. You know, I thank God, you know, beyond that for the parents that I've had, um, for my sister, um, for um, my nieces and nephews that, that I have and and just how much, you know, they mean to me. And so that that's like a, that's a powerful thing to do just in in there. 
when you start to thank God for things that are that big to you, um, your family, I mean, the, the things that, that are just like huge, they're, they're, they're in your life more than your job is in your life, you know, uh, more than your calling, more than your ministry, more than anything else. Um, you really start to get perspective over your life and you start to look at what's important. Um, because when you thank God for the things that are the most important to you, you really start to assess their importance and you start to go, you know what, they are more important to me than, you know, financial stuff, than job stuff, ministry stuff, any of that. So they're, they're more they're more important to me than that. And that was a really big deal was to spend some time with that kind of perspective especially in the midst of such a busy, stressful week. And I can't, I can't say this, I guess, forcefully enough. Having that perspective in a stressful time is enormous to me um, and was really meaningful this, this week. But it, it didn't just stop there um, because I spent some time this week Thanking God, not just for for my family, but also thanking God for things like my job. Now, you know, like I like I said, it's been a long week at my job. I've spent a lot of time there. Um, but being able to, while you're at your work, say thank you God for this job, not only helps me pay the bills and take care of my family, which is you know of very very high importance. Um, but I'm able to look at my job and say, you know, for somebody who, um, you know, feels a calling to the ministry and, you know, my church is, is super important to me and, and my calling in ministry is just at, at the top of, of what God has called me to do. The fact that, that I have to work another job while I'm doing that um, can sometimes be a, um, a little bit of a difficult thing to think through. And I don't want to say a difficult pill to swallow, but... Sometimes it can feel like that. It can be like it's too much. It's a lot of things. But being able to say thank you, God, like the fact that if I'm working outside of the church, if, I, if I've got to do that, the fact that I get to work at a golf course and I get to teach golf lessons and I get to coach wonderful people at golf. And um, when, I, when I look at my employees and I can think of people who work for me who have grown so much in how they work and, and how they react in different situations – I am so like, I'm so blessed to hear that and know that and to know that like, um, that, that that's something to be thankful for. Now, for me, what that does at my job is it causes me to feel like, Hey, I'm not just working this job to pay the bills, but this job is part of the mission that God has given me. When you start seeing your job as more of your mission, and and I'm assuming this is true for school too, and and like all the other responsibilities that go into life, when when you start seeing that, um, what a difference that makes in in how you work, in your attitude about work, in your attitude about other people at work. That was a very necessary thing this week because I I do believe that if I didn't have that perspective going into this week, I would have fe- I would feel a lot, lot more burned out than I do currently, even though I am tired, by the way, I I'm definitely tired. Um, and then, um, and, and then on top of that, being able to thank God for my church and like this church that God has allowed us to plant and pastor, which is, you know, rapidly coming up to, we, we have an anniversary of, of the church coming up. And, um, 
you know, coming up on that and what that means and what our church has been through and all the things that we've gone through, um, I had the opportunity not only to think about how grateful I am for our church, but I had the opportunity over the last couple of days, uh, there was a guy that I had to work with. I normally, um, he's from another golf course. So I, I, I normally don't have much of an opportunity to see this guy, um, see him a couple times a year, maybe. Um, but the fact that he knows that I'm a bivocational pastor and he asks about, you know, the ministry and the church and all that. And I was able to share a little bit about with a little bit with him about our church because he was very curious about it. And when I started telling some of the stories um, of our church to this guy who wasn't a part of the church, I mean, just seeing how floored he was and how excited I was to share what God's doing. I mean, how often do you have amazing things that have happened to you? Because they happen to you, they've become kind of commonplace and you don't really think about them and bring them up. When you bring them up to somebody else, they look at you like, I can't believe that that's gone on for you. That is unbelievable. And, and being able to share some of those things with um, with this guy over the last couple of days was really cool. Just because of the amount of times he's going, you've got to be kidding me. What an unbelievable church. What an unbelievable thing that, you, that you're going through right now. And being able to have somebody say that and point out to me how thankful I should be um, was was absolutely wonderful this week, especially in the midst of a busy week. What all these things together do is they first of all give you the perspective that, hey, the little frustrating, stressful, annoying, anxiety-ridden, uh, worrisome things that you go through during the week, those things, when you put them in the proper perspective, the perspective of your faith, your family, um, your calling, your ministry, like the, the church that I'm at, when I'm able to start putting those things into the in, into the proper perspective, all of a sudden, um, worry and anxiety and sadness and frustration, those things really um, start to uh, start to evaporate from your mind and from your spirit. Um, there's there's no question. That in Philippians 4, where Paul talks about, you know, do not be anxious, but in everything, prayer and petition, um, with thanksgiving, right? He, he says, he makes sure to put that with thanksgiving in there. And then you start to realize, hey, going to God with thanksgiving is this huge, amazing, um, I, I don't want to say recipe, but it plays this huge role in not only putting things in the right perspective, but in dealing with your anxiety and your worry. And, and the reasons for that are you start to see yourself in the scope of the bigger picture of what God is doing. And, and so as you start to thank God for those things, all of a sudden you start to realize, hey, God is real. Not only is God real, but hey, God is working like in my life around me. God is doing stuff. Not only is God doing stuff, right, but, but God has a plan and a mission like for, for me. And a calling on me and being able to see that and, and be a part of that is just absolutely something that, that just drives away anxiety, worry, sadness, frustration, um, fear. All, all of those things kind of evaporate when you start to thank God. And so um, one, one of the things that I've, I noticed this week is just how much energy that's brought to a week. That really, I mean, 
not only did I work every day of the week, but after every day of the week, I had meetings. It's just been busy. Tons and tons of people, a lot of stress, a lot of stuff going on. And being able to, at the end of the week, say that there's still energy there, um, that was that was really amazing um, to see that. And that's just this week. No. Let me, let me just kind of say, in my past, there's been some times where when I've been dealing with sadness or frustration or depression, um, when I've been dealing with those things, that I've already recognized that thankfulness plays a big role in dealing with those situations. And... Um, and, and that really was special to me to be able to see that in the past. And so I've known that coming into this week, but this week being able to see how actively, um, that's, that's addressed some of the issues in my life has been fantastic. I absolutely believe that a person who works thankfulness into, um, being, I want to say a discipline. Um, a discipline of how you approach God, a discipline in your day of I will spend time during my day thanking God for what God is doing, thanking God for what God has given me. Um, it will have an, a massive impact on on your life. And it should have had a bigger impact on my life before now because I've known this. In fact, I've been up in front of church and I've I've taught this. And far too often I forget this because we get too busy to remember. We get too full of other ideas, other thoughts, other priorities to make this as big of a, of a thing as it should be. And um, I believe that if this is a real discipline in your life, it will help you deal with worry, anxiety, depression, fear, bitterness, resentfulness. So many of those things that we deal with. I think that this is huge and I think that it's needed and necessary for so many of us. So I just want to leave you with that. Thankfulness is a big deal. This is one of the bigger, more important soul foods. If you look at the Psalms and you see how often in the Psalms, the psalmist is all about not just praise God, not just like, you know, lift up his name, but look at what he's done for you and declare what he's done for you and how big that was to you. That's big stuff, and, and it's there so much in Scripture, and I believe it's there for a reason. So anyway, that, that's been powerful um, for me today and this week. So I want you to hear that. Um, I do want to leave you with a couple a couple things. Um, um, what did I say I was going to leave you with? Oh, music recommendations and podcast recommendations. Now, if you're a goofy person and you like uh, good comedy and creativity – I may have given this a shout out before, um, a little bit of a plug before, um, one really fantastic, uh, podcast, my, probably my favorite podcast ever is a podcast called Spontanea Nation. And what they do in this podcast is, um, there are uh, a few improvisers that come on very talented improvisers and they do a little skit based on, um, a, a conversation that the host Paul F. Tompkins has with, a guest that he brings on and the guest is always kind of like a, you know, minor celebrity who's in, you know, TV or, you know, who, who knows what they'll be a part of, but he brings on these celebrities, has a little chat with them. And then afterwards brings on these improvisers who make up off the top of their head characters and a plot, um, that, that they go through this whole scene. It takes 
the whole podcast usually lasts about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. And the, the improv that they do is always, I mean, not always, but it is almost always like really funny and it's, it is definitely always creative. Um, but it, it's a fun listen. I always have fun. Um, it's just for, it's just for kicks, but, um, I, I love listening to that. And then music wise, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this band called giant, uh, but I've been listening to them just like crazy over the last week, uh, last few weeks. Um, they're, they're a band from the late eighties, early nineties, um, with some of the best musicians you've ever heard. So if you like eighties arena rock, um, blues rock, this would be kind of the band for you. Um, uh, along the lines of Aerosmith, uh, maybe Def Leppard a little bit, stuff like that. I, I just, I have so much fun listening and the talent is just crazy. So last of the runaways and time to burn are two of the best, um, two of my favorite CDs ever. And I've been listening to them a bunch this week. So anyway, if you needed music to listen to or, or a podcast to go to, there you go. There's your recommendation. So anyway, once again, thank you guys for listening to this. Um, I'm really glad that you guys would spend the time doing this. Um, and really considering what, uh, what soul food, um, is in your life and, and what it matters to you. Um, so anyway, um, thank you guys for taking the time. By the way, I just got totally distracted because a bike rider ran right out in front of my car and freaked me out a little bit there. Uh, but, uh, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this. If you would like to be a part of the conversation, if you'd like to share anything, uh, with me, I, um, a question that I can respond to or, um, you know, just any kind of comment, feel free to uh, shoot me an email at mypursuit at outlook.com. I would love to read your email. I would love to respond to it. Um, but anyway, uh, once again, thank you guys for taking the time and um, we'll, uh, we'll be back with you next week. Just an ordinary mind.